Hello and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this episode, I'm joined by Aidan Murray, Chagas Beef Specialist. As we strive to make our suckler herds more sustainable by reducing our carbon footprint, there's one area that many farmers fail to target, age at first calving. I first asked Aidan why calve beef heifers at 24 months. Well, I suppose initially, uh, Catherine, um, there was a bit of work done by Paul Croston in, in Grange, uh, where he looked at the economic effect of delaying calving. And basically, at the end of the piece of work, we, uh, he actually showed that it was to delay calving, say, from 24 months up to the more typical 31, 32 months that heifers are calving in the country, it was costing about 50 euros per heifer per month. So it's an added cost to the system. The other uh, aspects of it is that we have looked at the fertility of heifers that calve at two uh, and their subsequent performance. So they leaves them more productive over their lifetime and they actually have, have, have better fertility maybe than heifers that are calving older. From a management point of view, you have you know less groupings of stock on the farm. These animals are coming into uh, production uh, a lot quicker. And because they're heifers, if you have a breeding strategy on the farm, these are potentially your your uh, your best genetic animals coming into the herd quicker so you're potentially speeding up your your uh, genetic gain and the other thing about it is when you think about it um in the Irish context we calve heifer or we calve 80 percent of our cows in the springtime and if a fella decides right i'm going to calve my heifers at two and a half that by default uh, spreads out the calving so suddenly they find that you know uh, they could be calving in the autumn as well a batch of heifers and I think that that leads to inefficiencies you know if you can calve them a two and you're a spring calving herd they're in production quickly and it's a, it's an easier system to manage but you need to have a plan in order to be able to do it. And 50 euro per heifer per month is a considerable cost to a suckler system how would you advise farmers to select and identify replacement heifers? Most farmers will will uh, will know their best cows, and you're obviously trying to target the progeny or heifer calves out of your best cows. You're obviously you you know you're going to visually assess the heifer as she's growing through as a weanling, as a yearling, and before bullying. And the one thing I suppose is look, the heifers have to be functional, have to have good legs, feet. And a big thing with cows is you need to be selecting animals that are docile and have a good temperament because they're going to be around the farm and, and uh, you, their safety concerns. So you're looking at them, uh, uh, particularly from a docility point of view. The other thing is, you know, what heifers are actually doing well on the farm? Are they meeting their weight for age targets? Are they, you know, bang on where you would like them to be, showing good growth uh, and that for their age? Uh, and then... As I say, you know the cow they're out of, and have you selected the right sire in terms of, um, you could have a cracking heifer, but if, she, if she's out of a bull that's very terminal, you know, you could potentially leading yourself onto a problem with regards to calving difficulty. You could be leading yourself down the route of maybe less milk to drive on performance. Uh, and that'll all show up if the animals have been genotyped and you've got a replacement index. You can see where the animal is strong or weak uh, on the system. and. But, you know, it's visual assessment. Are they on target for weight? Uh, and what are their genetics? And, and, and back that up with maybe their, their uh, Eurostar index. In addition to the visual aspect, what Eurostar index or sub-indexes would you advise farmers to focus on? 
Well, the the other the overall index is obviously the replacement value, uh, which you'd be looking to be positive and uh, and 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 high in value. But within that, you need to be really drilling down to see like what is this animal going to be like in terms of its milkability? Um, is there strong milk figures behind it? You're not going in the wrong direction by selecting heifers that maybe are a wee bit more negative on fertility or have a longer gestation, uh, uh, would be carrying calves longer, and then. One of the things that you look at is, you know, particularly if you were keeping first cross animals and they were your replacements, you know, what are the carcass values? Are there, is there a good carcass value on it? Because that'll lead to growth uh, and overall value of the progeny coming off those. So you need to drill down within the sub indexes. And as I mentioned earlier, how are these animals scored with regard to docility? Some key points there. ICBF data shows that the percentage of heifers calved at 22 to 26 months has hovered between 17 and 27% for the past decade and is currently at 22%. Why are farmers reluctant to try it? Well, I've asked this at a number of discussion groups because there's always one or two lads in a group that will calve and consistently calve at two years of age. And then there's others that just don't want to entertain the idea. And the excuses or or the reasons, I suppose, that they give behind it is, first of all, um, they tell you that, look, there's no way the heifers will be big enough to be bold at 15 months. The other issues, I suppose, is, look, we hear that, oh, look, if we calve them at two years of age, there'll be a way more calving difficulty. Um, and if we do calve at two, so there's no way we'll get them to calve down and get a three because they're difficult to get back in calf. And anyway, the calves of a young heifer like that are not going to be that heavy. And uh, the big one that a lot of people would say is, look, if you put her in calve at two years of age, uh, to calve at two years of age, you're going to stunt the growth. And we know from... Uh, we looked at, at over 130,000 heifers that calved down a number of years ago uh, with an ICBF broke down the data. The reality of it is, you're right, heifers are more difficult to calve, but they're more difficult to calve whether they're two years of age or three years of age. Uh, there is heifers per se are, are, are going to be more difficult animals to calve. Um, with regard to will the calves be smaller at weaning? Yes, because again, no different than a dairy heifer. Your beef heifer is probably going to be producing maybe up to 15% less milk in that first year because she's young, she's still growing, and, and, and they're not mature animals. Will it stunt their growth? Well, certainly from the grange point of view, we have seen heifers calving down at 565, 70 kilos. A cow takes five years before she's fully mature. But when those cows and grains are fully mature, uh, you know, they're typically seven, seven fifty kilos. That's not a stunted animal. Uh, and that, and you know, there is work there to show that the, the fertility of these two-year-olds is very good. And if they're managed correctly, a very high proportion of them will actually go back and calve to calve as a three-year-old. You mentioned there that heifers aren't sufficiently grown at 15 months of age for bulling. What are the key targets that farmers need to be hitting? Well, I think as a farmer, you need to be looking at the calves once they hit the ground and how they've been grown in their first season. So typically you're looking for a, a, a heifer calf. It makes it easier if she's born earlier in the calving season as opposed to later because the push is on to get them weight for age-wise, right? But the heifer should be doing at least 1.1 kilo a day up to weaning. Uh, so typically you're talking about a weaning weight of sort of 280 to maybe 320 kilos. Uh, over the first winter, then we're looking at uh, getting a sort of uh, 0.6 of a kilo on them. So the target is at uh, bulling at 15 months. 
they should be about 60% of their mature weight. So a heifer, a mature cow of uh, where you expect it to be about 700 kilos, you're looking at the heifer to be in around 4, 420 at pulling time. And then she should be about 80% of that. She should be should be sort of 555, 60 kilos in at the time of calving. And those are the, the general uh, yardsticks. Some heifers can be lighter than that if their dairy crosses. Their mature weight obviously is not going to be as heavy, so they can their 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 bulling weight. But the 60% and 80% are are pretty good rules of thumb to run by if you're if you're planning to go down that route. So if you need heifers to be at around 420 kilos at bulling, what issues arise when heifers are not at this weight? The 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 main the main issue I suppose if 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 they aren't sufficiently growing is number one they may not actually be bulling. Uh, uh, heavy enough to come bullen at 15 months and every day that they're delayed uh, after the breeding season starts because they're not coming on heat well then that's going to have knock-on effects consequently uh, for you the following year um, you want them uh, if they are bullen and heifers by their nature will be fairly fertile and you can get them calved uh, in the first half of the calving season it's given the heifer more time to actually but keep growing, build up a bit of condition and be able to go back and calve to calve down as a second calver. The later they calve in the season, particularly if they're not going to grass immediately after the calve, it's a it's a much bigger battle for them to try and get them back in calve and there could be slippage there uh, in particular. So it's about uh, you want them well grown, you want them on target and you, you, you need them well grown as well at the point of calving so that they have the ability to calve. You don't want them you don't want them small or underweight at that stage because they definitely will struggle to get back in calve as second calvers and, and possibly you will have more calving difficulty. So for heifers that are currently housed on farms, what advice would you give to farmers at the moment with regard breeding heifers that they plan to breed in 2020? Uh, well, I'd be going through my batch of heifers that, and I'd picking out the ones that are suitable for breeding. Uh, if you've been doing the job right over the first winter, they should have been, you know, putting on about 0.6 of a kilo a day. So, for those beefier type heifers, uh, you'll be talking that they'll be going out at maybe 360, 380 kilos. You'll be looking uh, if you have an opportunity to weigh just to see where they're at with regard to target. And I think that if you can get them to grass early although the current weather mightn't just be great for that. Um, if you can get them to grass early and get them gaining rapidly on the run up to the breeding season, well then uh, that's going to leave it easier to reach that target of four, 420 kilos. So, you know, you should be identifying, picking them out. You don't want them over fat at this stage, uh, but you want to get them geared up to get to grass, to be gaining quickly. And in the two months before breeding, you know, if you have a policy where you're vaccinating against lepto, um, uh, or you're back vaccinating against BVD, get that vaccination done about a month or so in advance before you start breeding, uh, because you don't want to be interrupting the, the, the breeding cycle at all. But once you have, you be happy with what you have, make sure they're well enough growing, and if they're well enough growing and good weight for age, the majority of them will, will be cycling by the time you, you, you start breeding. Previously, you mentioned there one of the issues that farmers were reluctant to calve heifers was that they were too difficult to calve. What influence do farmers have over this? Well, the big thing, I think, is that, um, number one, if we stick to the targets and have them well grown, that's a major plus because you have typically heifers that are calving down then. At, so, you know, you could range from about 535, 40 kilos, depending on the mature weight, up to over 600 kilos at the time of calving. So uh, getting them, it's important that they hit those weight targets. Uh, the other 
point and the major factor, and it's one that I would be probably we need to pay a lot of attention to is looking at the actual bulls that we're putting on these heifers. I mean, we're getting them into production probably earlier than uh, th than a lot of people would have done in the past. Um, and the idea is to get them calved down safely, get them into production and get them back in calf as second calvers. So we need to select bulls that are proven easily calved. And, you know, under the old system, we would have looked at, uh, you know, don't be using bulls with a proven calving difficulty of more than 4%. Now, they've changed in the last month or two where ICBF are actually looking at giving you a figure for the calving difficulty for figure for a mature beef cow or a beef heifer. And they're also doing similar on, on the dairy side. But if I was to translate 4% calving difficulty in the old system to the new system, when I go to select a bull to put on a heifer to try and ensure easy calving, I'd be looking for a bull with high reliability, so 70 plus percent, and I would be going no higher on the beef heifer calving difficulty figure of about seven, seven and a half percent. And that's that's a, a, a reducing the risk of, of, of calving difficulty. And as I said earlier, heifers are by nature more difficult animals to calve. And, and they do need more supervision at calving time than mature cows per se. And one of the things that came up from that initial work that we looked at with ICPF, people tended to use bulls that were maybe just marginally too strong for heifers with regard to calving difficulty. So don't get too greedy with the, the, the bull that you use. I'd be a wee bit worried. People are a wee bit confused over the figures that are out there at the moment, uh, particularly with the new figures and, and getting an understanding of them. But, you know, don't young bulls that are unproven, even though they may have show a low calving difficulty figure, their reliabilities are low. They are a huge risk to use on heifers that you're going to calve at 24 years. Go for something that's tried, tested and proven. That to me is a major factor because a heifer that has a difficult calving will be more difficult get back calf, back in calf. You've potentially more mortality in your calves, uh, more a lot more labour, uh, and the last thing you want is heifers going down or getting hurt or injured as a result of using bulls that were too difficult to calf. The new ICBF calving index will be of particular interest to farmers this spring. Aidan, you've highlighted at numerous events in the past the importance of pre and post calving care. What are the key factors the farmers need to be aware of relating to heifers housed for the second winter and pre-calving? I think the main thing, uh, Catherine, is to keep them growing. So you scan them. Yeah, if you've if it was they were running with a stock bull, you scan them to make sure you know exactly when they're calving and, and that they're actually proven in calving. You know, there might be the odd one that'll carry twins, which will probably need a bit of extra attention. But ideally, if you've got good quality silage, you're talking about you know to gain half a kilo a day over the winter time and to keep them growing. Uh, you're talking about 68 DMD silage nearly ad lib to keep them and what you want is just to keep them fat you don't want them getting over fat and whatever you do is don't starve the heifers on the run up to calving because number one it'll have very little effect on calf birth weight and number two the knock-on effect of of what you're doing uh, is potentially delaying that heifer getting back in calf again and they are under pressure already because once the calf is a two-year-old because they are going to be still growing producing milk and they're trying to get back in calf so they will be a wee bit slower to come around maybe than mature cows obviously the other issue is that uh with regard to vaccinations um 
a month or uh, or so out, you know, I, do you need to vaccinate for scars? Six weeks out from uh, Kevin, make sure they, they get um, plenty of dry cow minerals because that'll have a big effect on, on sort of calf viability and, and, and immunity longer term. Uh, and just make sure that they're well supervised and around the time in Kevin because, you know, certainly the figures that came from ICBF, over 50% of heifers or uh, uh, around 50% of heifers may need some sort of intervention with regards to assistance at CAV. And you just need to be, you, you just need to watch uh, uh, and, and watch that. There are a number of herd that do have heifers consistently at 24 months, which suggests that it is achievable. What other major differences are there between heifers that calve for the first time at 24 months versus 36 months? Well, I think that the heifers that calve at, at 24 months, as I said, the ICBF data shows that they have a very good overall calving interval over their lifespan compared to older calved heifers. Um, certainly, uh, there is a danger with three-year-old heifers that they're that they that they're fatter. They can lay down more fat and be maybe potentially more difficult to calve. The other issue with it going forward is that you know we're all being pushed down the the route of better efficiency to reduce our carbon footprint and certainly being able to bring heifers into production um, at 24 months as opposed to 36 months is a major step forward with regards to reducing greenhouse gases, reducing our carbon footprint. And it is an efficient system. And where people are doing, where people have started it and have done it well with their sire selection and, and making sure the heifers hit the targets and manage them well, they've consistently been able to do it. So it's, it is achievable, but it's you know there is a bit of work involved. Uh, you, you need to be working to some sort of a uh, and set targets for these animals if you're going to calve them down. And and the other big point is potentially if you've got a good breeding strategy, the heifers are genetically the more advanced animals in the herd. So you're speeding up your genetic gain over time compared to having to wait. Uh, and like to have an animal sort of freeloading on the farm from two-year-old to three-year-old where she's producing actually very little or producing nothing as such, uh, you know, that that's not efficient. And, and as, as Paul Cross's work showing, it's a cost to the system. Some key interesting points there, Aidan. Thanks very much for joining me on the show. That's all for this episode. And my thanks to Aidan Murray for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.